Thank you for tuning into the Monocle Dynasty Podcast, where we keep an eye on Dynasty football. Your hosts dive deep on players, rankings, strategies, and much more. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Monocle Dynasty. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the Monocle, where we keep an eye on Dynasty football. On tonight's episode, I'm going to be doing a take it or leave it pod on Amari Cooper. Uh, but first, I just want to talk about some of the games that we've uh, witnessed so far uh, with the preseason starting up. It's getting exciting. We're seeing actual players playing and, uh, you know, obviously not every starter starting or, or anything like that. But, uh, you know, we've seen some exciting play, especially from some of the rookie QBs. Uh, Mac Jones looked really comfortable in that offense, even though, you know, if you look at the stat line, it didn't necessarily look amazing. Um, but he really looked like he, you know, he was running the offense the way that a uh, that a starter would, and it didn't look like it was too much for him. Uh, Justin Fields uh, started off a little shaky, you know, the first couple passes. Maybe that's to be expected, but you know, after that, he really was uh, was pretty damn good, and he showed that upside, obviously, with the rushing ability, rushing, scoring, um, you know, things like that. Zach Wilson didn't do uh, very much. He only had, I think, seven attempts, something like that. But, you know, he, he looked pretty good, and he was targeting Corey Davis heavily in the beginning. So, you know, that, that might be a pairing that uh, is going to be looking pretty good, especially with Elijah Moore kind of missing time. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, started off kind of shaky as well. I mean, he, he uh, I think he had a fumble and almost had a pick in the first couple passes or the first couple attempts. And, uh, but then, he you know, he showed a connection with Marvin Jones that was uh, – you know, kind of promising, and you know, he, he seemed to kind of get rid of his nerves, and and kind of take over and show us that upside that he has as well. And then Trey Lance had that 80-yard bomb. I mean, it was an amazing-looking throw. Uh, you know, really looked poised in the pocket on that one play. I did watch some film on him. He didn't seem to have the best pocket presence, but you know, I think that's to be expected with an FCS player coming in and. He has a lot to work on. He's very raw, so I'm not I'm not really discounting him. I think he does have that that upside, obviously, and you know we saw that with that 180 yard bomb. But other than that, you know nothing too spectacular. He did have some drops from his receivers, which you know weren't really his fault because you know they were pretty good passes on those plays. Uh, but you know I wasn't really talking about the the rookies too much, but just uh, you know it seems like these. Rookie QBs should be something of people that we're excited about, players that we're excited about. And you might still have time to trade for some of them, um, especially a Mac Jones. Uh, you know, if you haven't already, I, I put out there before the game even started, like, you know, you have like four and a half hours, but when I actually made the, the post, you know, you have four and a half hours to trade for Mac Jones before his price goes up. And hopefully people listen because, I mean, like I said, he looked really good. He looked really comfortable. And I don't think it's going to be very long before he takes over that starting job. Even, you know, it could be week one. I'm not necessarily banking on it. But today we're talking about Amari Cooper, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Always, for whatever reason, you know, kind of like an Allen Robinson, just players that, you know, don't get the respect they deserve, you know, in drafts, in uh, trade value, things like that. Right now, Amari's going off the boards as the wide receiver 17 in Dynasty startups, but I've I've seen him go lower than that, and um, you know it's really even more so the trade value from some of the trades that I've seen. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. 
for now, let's go ahead and recap what he did last year. I think everyone knows how he started the season when Dak was healthy. But let's go ahead and recap that part anyway. He had uh, week one, he had 18.1 points against Jalen Ramsey and the Rams. Week two, 16 points. Week three, 17.6. And week four, 31.4 points, which we all know that week four point, uh, game was was pretty crazy for everybody involved. But 31 points obviously shows that you can, he can win you weeks beyond uh, having that floor of about 17, 18 points, you know, the other weeks. He was the wide receiver one overall during that time period. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that, but if you didn't, now you do. But obviously that was only four games, um, very small sample, and, you know, nothing that we want to bank on too much, but that's the only four games we have with Dak. So I just wanted to at least point that out. Over the course of the entire season, Amari led in receptions with 86 compared to 69 and 55 for Lamb and Gallup, respectively. Coop also led in targets, target share, catch rate, contested catch rate, drop rate. When I say drop rate, I mean he had the least amount of drops or the least percentage of drops. So it's a good thing, not leading in drop rate. <laughs> uh, yards per team pass attempt, yards per route run, whopper, racer, and yak. So he led in, in a bunch of metrics there. And, you know, almost all of them, honestly. But one of the things we see is over the course of the season, he only had five touchdowns, which equated to a 5.1% touchdown rate compared to the 13%, 10%, and 11% the previous three years. I think we can assume some regression of the mean for 2021, uh, you know, just really just seeing what he's done in the past and obviously what he's done, you know, when with Dak on the field as well. I think he'll get back to his his career average at worst. But I really think there's just some bad luck involved, you know, for at least the beginning of the season because we'll get into the second half of the season here in a little bit, but you'll see it kind of it kind of reverts back, but um just assuming nothing else changes, even even Dak not playing, just assuming that his touchdown rate goes back to his career average would obviously boost his 22nd rank in uh, points per game. And then, you know, he'd be even higher than than that wide receiver 17 he's being drafted as right at right now. He's still only 27, so there's really no reason to discount him for age. And he obviously has a great contract, so he's either going to be the number one on the Cowboys or if for some reason he did get traded or, I mean, I can't imagine them cutting him, but if they did, then, uh, you know, he's going to go somewhere else and get a, a mega contract. We already saw... Washington was trying to uh, to recruit him and pay him big money. They actually offered him more money than the Cowboys did. So it's not like he won't have suitors, and he's not gonna he's gonna still be a number one wide receiver somewhere. So I'm not worried about that at all. Now on the same exact team, obviously, but uh, Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb ended up being the 48th and the 35th player in points per game, or wide receiver in points per game. You know, by looking at the entire season, we can clearly see that Amari was by far the best wide receiver on the team, and it really wasn't that close. But now you're probably saying, well, of course he was. CD was a rookie, and you know we can't expect him to be amazing in week one. We need to see you know, what he was doing in, in the second half of the season. And I completely agree with you. Even though there's been a lot of arguments about game splits and whether or not it's smart to look, look at it, I believe the second half of a rookie wide receiver season gives us a better idea of who he is and who he will be. I think we've seen with enough players that they really do pick up in the second half of their rookie season, assuming they're healthy. You know, obviously there's the random ones that get an injury here or there and, and that kind of thing. But 
if we look at just the stats between weeks 9 and 16, because we don't do week 17 stats here, then we do see CD make a little jump and get a little closer to Amari, but Coop still leads in target share, red zone targets, catch rate, receiving yards, yards per team pass attempt, Whopper, Racer, and Yak in the second half of the year. So he did not, CD definitely did not take over. And in fact, some of those categories, he wasn't even really all that close to Amari. Basically, there's no reason to believe that CD Lamb's going to overtake Amari this season, assuming health for everyone. Uh, Amari's been cleared from his ankle surgery and has been quoted saying he's feeling great. Uh, so there's no reason to assume at this point anything otherwise. And then I just want to be really clear. like This isn't me saying that CeeDee Lamb won't be great this year, or at the very least good. I expect a lot of points from this offense, and I really think there's enough to feed everyone. For example, for 2021, I have Amari ranked 11th and CD ranked 13th. So trust me when I say I wasn't comparing the two to talk down Lamb. It was really more so showing that he would need to take a, a leap to overtake Amari, and I don't really see any reason why that leap would happen, uh, at least based off the numbers. But even in the, the unlikely event of CD taking over, I really don't see it being that different, but maybe you would swap the two, and so CD would be 11th and Amari would be 13th. And that still wouldn't make a lot of sense for the wide receiver 17 that Amari's going as right now. And like I said, I've actually seen him go a lot lower. Even more so, I've seen him be undervalued in trades. So here are some actual trades that have gone down in the past few weeks. Amari, Matt Ryan, and Xavier Jones for Josh Jacobs. I'm assuming this is a 1QB league. <laughs> Please, God, be a 1QB league. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't specify if it is or not. Um, but there's, there's no way you're trading all that for Josh Jacobs in a and a super flex or two QB league. Uh, another one was Amari Cooper for pick 113 in a 2021 rookie draft. Amari Cooper for Chase Claypool in a second, which is a brilliant move if I do say so myself. And Amari Cooper for Mike Davis and Russell Gage. So that that really shows you, you know, I think I think you get the point by now. You need to go buy Amari Cooper. He's being massively undervalued, drastically undervalued. He's going to help people win leagues this year. It's as simple as that. Uh, he's 27. He's not going anywhere. I think at the very least he has three to four solid wide receiver one, you know, at the worst wide receiver two seasons left in him. And I'm easily paying all of those prices that we just talked about for him and, and even more so. If you ever have any trade questions, whether it's dealing with Amari or any other player, just hit me up, slide into the DMs, uh, or you know, you can just tag me on Twitter, whatever you want to do, and uh, I'll respond. I'll let you know exactly how I feel about it because I know how nerve-wracking it can be when you're trying to trade for a player, trade away a player, that kind of thing, and it definitely helps to have that second voice or even just that like sounding board just to talk it through uh, can definitely help. But I appreciate you listening as always. I'll be back next week with another pod. But for now, cashing out.